later he did become king and committed adultery, uh, ended up getting usurped by his own son uh, before getting the kingdom back and dying of old age. So he had an eventful life, uh, lots of difficult times, uh, not just the responsibility of, of an entire kingdom, but also personal circumstances as well. So uh, I want to look at this psalm at um, how, how we can be satisfied regardless of, of these circumstances. How do we have uh, this peace and, and fulfillment that, uh, that David is, is describing here? So if we look at the first verse, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So as I said, wanting is something that uh, is natural to us. Uh, it's something that God has, has designed us to, to do. Um, we, we have natural desires where we want, want things like um, food and sleep and the, the company of other people. Um, we also have a desire to, to worship, um, which Miles was talking about last week. Um, so there, there's an, a natural desire in us to, to want to worship something. And um, here David is saying that, that he is satisfied um, because the Lord is his shepherd. So the Lord, the creator, the God of heaven, has put himself in the place of a of shepherd. And because of this, we, we his sheep, if we, if we follow Christ, um, we won't have any, um, any room for... Uh, for lacking if we, if we fully look to Jesus as our shepherd. Um, if we're fully satisfied in him, um, then we, we won't want for anything regardless of our, our circumstances. Um, so this isn't um, saying that, that we won't have any physical needs anymore. Um, as long as we're alive in this life, we will always have physical needs. But uh, I think this is a, a, a deeper meaning that... Um, if we, if we seek Jesus and we are following Jesus and looking to him, then our uh, inner self will be content and have a peace which, which God will give us. So the Lord puts himself in the position of a shepherd. And we know from um, Jesus saying that he is the good shepherd. Um, he gave his life for the sheep. So if we look at the responsibilities of a shepherd, a shepherd is someone who um, has responsibility for the sheep, they care for the sheep, uh, they uh, guide the sheep to where they can find food, uh, they protect the sheep. So there's uh, a, a big responsibility on a shepherd to look after, after the sheep. The sheep by themselves are helpless, and so they need, need this, this person to, um, to take that, that role and um, we should look at this, uh, this simile that uh, we have written here, that um, Jesus is uh, the good shepherd, the Lord is, is David's shepherd, and we should take that and, and take it for, for what it is, that uh, the Lord is going to take responsibility to, to lead us and guide us. Um, he's going to look after us, and he's going to provide for us. So sometimes we, we want to go our own way, um, we have our own idea um, about things, but uh, God's guiding is is perfect. Um, so that's that's the first thing, really, is that that Jesus, um, the Lord God, is is our shepherd. He has um, 
He has said that to us, and here David is, is relying on that. Uh, David worked as a shepherd for many years uh, in his childhood, and so he knew the responsibilities and the things that that involved. And in the second verse, he says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. So we see that the Lord, um, as a shepherd, is leading. He's leading to good places, good places where the sheep can, can grow and be satisfied um, with the things they need. So green pastures and, and still waters are, are perfect for sheep. Um, that's, that's where they want to be. And uh, the fact is that sheep will need to be led to these places because um, they may find them by chance, but other than that, they're um, left to their own devices and they could end up anywhere. So the shepherd is responsible for leading them to these places where they will get the, um, the, the water and the, the food that they need, the things that will satisfy them and keep them healthy. And so the Lord will guide us to good places as well. Um, he said he would, and this may involve leading us through uh, difficult places or places which aren't so good, and um, the purpose is to lead us to a place which is, is better. So um, I think we can, we can say not everything in life is, is good, and we don't always feel like we're living in uh, a perfect meadow where we have everything that we need, but um, God is leading us and he's providing us and sometimes we go through difficult times to reach uh, a point where um, there is peace and there is um, things which God has given us to sustain us. Um, and these are all come through, through Christ's leading, um, that uh, God will satisfy our souls um, and, and give us a, a peace and a contentment when we, when we follow him and he leads us to, uh, to good places. And in the next verse he says, uh, he restores my soul, he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And I think this is uh, amazing that uh, the reason that he does this, uh, he's, he's a shepherd who leads us, and he does it for his name's sake. Um, so God is saying that um, he's putting himself first, um, but he's also serving me at the same time. And so these, those two things aren't opposed to each other, they're the they're the same thing in this case, that um, God will lead us for his namesake. And this also uh, is a, an incredible blessing for, for each of us who, who trust God because um, it's such a, a reliable, reliable promise. We can't ever doubt that God won't do something for his own namesake if we understand that, that God is the most, um, the most beautiful, most valuable thing that there is. And... Uh, God's name is the name above all names, and he will, he will do things to exalt his name. And so for his own name's sake, he is leading, leading his sheep in paths of righteousness. Um, so we should, we should really take, take hold of this tonight and, and believe it, um, even if we are sometimes um, ignorant and, and rebellious towards God. This doesn't uh, negate the fact that he, he will lead us in paths of righteousness. And uh, I just wanted to read a verse from Psalm 73 quickly. Um, you don't have to turn there. Psalm 73, 21. It says, When my heart was grieved and my spirit embittered, I was senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you. Yet I am always with you. 
you hold me by your right hand. Uh, that's the psalm of Asaph, and, and it's um, saying that even, even when I was ignorant and I was, I was disobedient, that God was still holding me. He was still, still working, and um, God does it for his glory. Um, he's not doing us a favor. Uh, he's not doing it for our name's sake because there's some value in us, but he's doing it for his own glory. Um, he, leads, he leads his own sheep for his name's sake. And then we come to verse 4. It says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So it's good just to think about what, what is the valley of the shadow of death. Um, I think it's unlikely it was, it was just a place that David went to. Um, but I think it's, it's, um, it's an experience. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a dark experience. So the word that is used, um, the Hebrew word, is salmorveth. Uh, excuse my pronunciation. And it's used in several places in the, in the Old Testament. Um, Job uses it to uh, describe blackest darkness. It says in Job 28.3 that uh, mortals put an end to the darkness. They search out the furthest recesses of all in the blackest darkness. And so it's, it's the same word. And uh, familiar verse, Isaiah 9.2, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living, and those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. And so it's this, the same word, that uh, this, this very uh, dark situation, the valley of the shadow of death. And so I think this, it can apply to a variety uh, of circumstances um, from uh, a, a depression that, that comes on us for either medical reasons or, or emotional reasons, or circumstances, um, bereavements for losing loved ones, and... Um, Lots of difficult things with, from persecution and circumstances in our life which um, hit, us, hit us hard. And um, we go through these, these difficult and dark times where we have to trust God more than, than we did before we got to those points. Um, so here David says that, that though he, he walks through the valley of the shadow of death, though he's going through this dark dark time in his life he will fear no evil and the reason for that is because the lord uh, has a rod and a staff and they comfort him so the rod for guiding his sheep and staff for defending his sheep um, so even in the darkest times we have um, the lord with us leading us and and defending us um, so david says that he won't fear in these dark times because the shepherd is with him um, so these first four, for, first four verses, um, we have this whole picture of, of the shepherd and the sheep. And um, really the shepherd is, is guiding the sheep through, through different things. He's guiding David um, to, to good places to sustain him. Uh, he's guiding him in, in the paths of righteousness. And he's guiding him through the difficult and the dark times. Uh, in all these circumstances... The Lord is, is a shepherd uh, protecting him. And then as we, as we move to verses 5 and 6, the, the picture changes. We go from this picture of a shepherd and a sheep to a picture of a feast uh, and celebration and uh, home which has been prepared for us. 
So we've, we've have a, a switch of the, of the imagery um, and the focus moves from David telling us and telling himself what the Lord has done for him. Um, where he says, the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, he does this and he does that. Um, to verses five and six where he says, you prepare a table before me. So his, his prayer is now going up to God. Um, and he's, he's speaking to God in these, these last two verses. So verse 5, he says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. <coughs> so he's, he's providing, um, even when there are enemies around, um, he says, um, You anoint my head with oil. So there's a, a great uh, honoring of this, this guest at the feast that they've been anointed with oil. Um, so again, we could look at David's life. We can see he had several enemies, uh, King Saul being uh, one of the, the biggest problems that he faced in his life. Um, and uh, King Saul was told that the kingdom wouldn't be passed to his son, but would be passed to this, this shepherd boy, David, who was anointed to be king. And, and God exalted David far above what anybody could have, could have thought of. Um, and God is, is able to show honor to us and, and to exalt us regardless of what the world is doing. So uh, we see this in the life of, of Daniel and Esther that we, we've been looking at recently, where God has um, worked behind the scenes to, to overcome the, the plotting um, designed to uh, trip these people up and, and to catch them and trap them. Um, and God is, is working to, uh, to exalt them for, for his name's sake, to glorify himself um, and so this is absolutely true, but we know that, uh, that not, not everyone escapes every trap and that some people are uh, called to, to die for their faith. Um, uh, like today in, in other countries in the, in the Middle East, people, people die because they refuse to uh, abandon the name of Christian. And um, uh, these people have uh, a feast prepared for them in, in eternity, that this is is just as true that, um, that God is, is uh, in heaven preparing a feast for us and uh, if we don't see um, if we don't see that uh, we are exalted before our enemies in this life then we know that it's going to be true in the next life and that, um, that God is, uh, is a refuge for us he will protect us and um, that we will see this, this come to pass um, and that we, our cup will overflow. We will, we will be at this wedding feast if we're, if we're one, of, one of his sheep. Uh, so he, and he says he, uh, he will anoint our, our head with oil, uh, which is uh, signifying of a great honour for uh, somebody to do this at a feast. Um, and um, this, this honour is purchased by Jesus. Um, <coughs> So it's not an honour that we've earned ourselves, but it's, it's something which uh, God has given to us. And um, just an amazing uh, grace that uh, God does so much for us uh, in preparing a, a table for us before our enemies and uh, exalting us like this, where we don't deserve anything. Um, so... In verse 6, he says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
So he has made a place for us in his own house. And um, I just think it's, it shows real amazing faith to, to say this, that uh, goodness and mercy uh, will follow me all the days of my life because um, we know that, that bad things happen to us. Um, so I think if, you, if your life is about being happy now, then you can't honestly say this um, because if your life is, is all only focused about being happy now, then we know that good things, uh, we know, we know that, that bad things do happen to us. Um, we do have difficult times that we mentioned just, just earlier, um, that uh, we suffer losses, uh, we suffer sickness, and these things aren't good. But uh, here David says that goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, even uh, looking at David's life, that there was um, so many difficult and bad things that happened. So, so why does he say this? And um, I think it's because that he's, he's looking at his life as not being about being happy, but his life is about being satisfied in Christ and, and knowing God. And so when we, we think about uh, in Romans where it says all things work together for good to them that love God, uh, we, can, we can read that and then start seeing that, that God is actually using these, these uh, bad experiences to, to reveal himself to us. And so the, the times when we didn't need to rely on God so much um, and things happen, um, whether we lose something or we lose our job or, or whatever it is, and we, we then need to trust God more. We need to rely on him. And so God is, is exercising our faith. He's working in the circumstances around us to, to um, give us a real reliance on, on God. And that, that's different in everyone's life. You know, not everyone will um, struggle through the same things and suffer with the same things. But um, God's purpose in, in all things is to, is to reveal himself to us. And so uh, David can quite confidently say that uh, goodness and, and love will follow me all the days of my life. Um, he knows that's true because um, he, he's seen it in his life. He's seen that uh, through all the, the difficult things and through all the good things that they're all there to, to draw him closer to God. And um, he then says that he would dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And uh, what I um, hope that will be uh, for all of us who, who trust that, um, that at the end of it all, um, there is a, uh, a home with God in the presence of God uh, where we, we get to see Jesus face to face. And so the Lord Jesus is, is the good shepherd and um, he knows his sheep. He lays down his life for his sheep and he endured the cross um, and such a, a terrible death but, um, but he can uh, empathise with us uh, he suffered so that he could he could empathise with us and uh, understand what it is like to, to live uh, as a man with, with temptations <clears throat> and um, he uh, is a guide uh, a loving guide who will provide for us uh, he will protect us and um, we can be free from sin because of, um, of what he has done on the cross, uh, which is the, the greatest provision and the protection 
that we could ever hope for. Um, he set us an example for us to follow by giving everything to, to do the will of his Father. Uh, he has sent his Spirit to guide us and comfort us through, through our life, and he's gone to prepare that feast uh, in heaven so that when we uh, receive, we, so that we can receive our, our crown of glory, uh, which will last forever. So this amazing um, hope, amazing truth, which, which David has, has recognized here, um, that uh, there's so much um, ahead of him, even, even after death. And so I just wanted to think about um, a few points of application from this. Um, so <coughs> firstly, that, um, that we should trust uh, the God who puts himself in the position of a shepherd, and so he will do the things a shepherd will do. He will protect us, he will guide us, and he, he will provide for us. And we should trust, trust that he will do that, uh, because he said he would. Um, and we should worship God, because he's doing it for his own glory. And I just think that's, that's an amazing thing, that God is so much greater, greater than us, um, so much more valuable than us, and uh, I think that the fact that God does all these things to, to glorify himself, uh, to exalt himself, means that um, when we see all these things happening to us, we shouldn't think, how is this affecting me? Um, how should I react to this? We should, we should worship God in response to um, the way that, that um, God um, masterfully guides us and uh, works in our life. And, and we should look f- forward to... Um, the, the future feast that we have with the Lamb uh, as his bride. And um, really believe that it's, uh, it's a real place that we're going to. Um, we're really going to be there. If, if we are children of God, we will really be there. And we will see Jesus face to face. And it's, it's a reality. It's not uh, a story that we tell to make ourselves feel better. Um, it's going to happen. So uh, we, we should... Um, Think, meditate on that more and think about it more. I was thinking that if I spent one minute every morning thinking about the, the hope I have in eternity, that would be a lot more than I do now. And we're so, I'm so focused on the reality of now. Um, but there's so much hope and so much satisfaction um, to have ahead of us. So um, I'm going to close with that and um, just really want to say that this psalm isn't just a nice idea. Um, it's, it's so much more than that. It's, it's true. And um, I, hope, I hope we all um, can, can believe that and put our, our faith in, in what it is teaching us. Okay, thank you.